So yeah, now now we're gonna get into my mother. <laughs> leave it to her. Well, my name's Cheswell, Maurice's mum. Um, I was brought up in church, just like Isaiah. Um, as a young person, we was um, my parents. If we was to go back to parents and how I was grown up, I was my parents. My mum was always in the church, mm. and she brought us up to know the Lord and serve God. But as I, as I said, when we got to a certain age, we just thought, yeah, like, let's just go and see what's out there, and it's still, <laughs> do you get what I want? Like, you're bitching, it? Like, you've been in church, a real thing, you're in church, let's just go and see what, what I want. So, as young people, we, you know, you just went out, first of all, it just started off like, you know, like you go to a friend's birthday party, you sneak out the window, you start to, <laughs> you start to, we phone up each other, like what you lot say, let's meet, oh, come to the bottom of tip tree. Yeah, <laughs> I'll cut off the, your late stone highway, you know, like, yeah. but our parents, they were strict, yeah. they were strict, yeah. they were strict, um, and we sneaked out, we've done a few bits, started to go raving, um, as young people, as girls, we was, um, yeah, we was bad. Not, not, not bad. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. 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 We, do what all these men think they do, bad now, you think you do one up and down, just what you do. What the group of you, I'm really like, it's like, like and it's all family as well, that's why it's like, set it off, four of you. I think it was a bit worse than set it off. Oh, like, shit. Like, yeah, was it, was it? we could do set it off and a lot more than set it off. <laughs> but, um, as, as, I don't know, we was just bad, like, not bad like that, like, if you troubled us. That was it. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like a set of ants. If you troubled one, everybody came. And you got a big. Is your family like big massive. or massive? It's massive. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Like we was a big family. In our family tree is mad. Yeah, our family tree. I don't even know. Of every... <laughs> I've lost count on how many cousins I've got. Isn't it? I've, I've lost count on it's how much. I think my, gran my grandma's got about 100 and something grandchildren. Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's not even wow. joking. You're not listening. It's gone over 100. <laughs> well, it's definitely over 150. Yeah, it's definitely over 150 grandchildren that she's, she's got. She's got away how many Christmas yeah. presents. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the funny thing that I thought was really <coughs> unique about our family, as I looked over the years, you know you can have a big family but everybody's scattered? Mm. We was all together. We was like, in it. We was like, yeah, we was all, yeah. we was in one area and we was all together. So yeah, it was a big family that was connected. So you call one and it's like beat. Yeah. Everybody's coming. So in saying that, we, we, we had our ups and downs as family, but um, growing up, we all knew it was one thing. We all stuck together. We all stuck together. We grew up in East London, and most of the family came from that area. That's where we came. Um, as a young teenager, I did get pregnant very young. Here's my young son, <laughs> of my son. That was my firstborn. Young son. And, um, and um, I was a young teenager that got pregnant at a very young age. How was that for you back in them days? Well, in them days, I, well, to be Coming fair, from a church family. Coming yeah, from a church uh -huh. family, it wasn't really, <laughs> it weren't a thing, yeah? So, yeah. but I, um, everybody was kind of shocked because I wasn't a kind of person that showed that. 
Okay, I, I have to interject here. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You're the tomboy. No, when, no. When, 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 when Shady got pregnant, like, we were like, how? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> Because she wasn't like, like, alright then, in your family, you, you always got like a Guani Guani one. There's always one that you kind of know, you know what I mean? It's hot, you know what I mean? Yeah. And fiery and whatever and whatever. But she was like more to so, like, I remember like we began out raving, she didn't want to come, she'd always go to bed early. Yeah. We'd say, come out, come out. She'd say, I'm coming, she'd go in the room and lock the door. You know what I mean? And, 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 and like, we have bangers. She'd come up, just come out, man. It's so boring, man. Oh, boring. So then we didn't even know she had a man properly kind of thing. Then and then we kind of recognized she had a boyfriend, whatever, and he was a nice guy, you know. Cool. He was cool, he used to come around and be respectable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was always decent with us, talk to the family and blah, blah, blah. Then Tootie's like, Teddy's pregnant. Jesus. <laughs> like, we were shocked. Yeah, yeah, so for their family, it was like, like, how is Shezzy pregnant? Like, How did it happen? It was a big shock. It was a big shock. Did that make everyone happier? No, happier. They were looking at me like if to say, where on earth and how on earth did you do that? You get what I mean? I feel like I'll be like, no, 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 Okay, if I say this, in the church, right, you're not supposed to have sex out of marriage, basically. Yeah, yeah. of course. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. it's like only the Virgin yeah, Mary, only the Virgin Mary can have a baby. Yeah, yeah and that's, <laughs> that's what they so called me. We used to call her the Virgin Mary. Had a baby boy. When had I had Marie, we're like, how? They like the Virgin Mary and the baby boy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. So what happened was, I, I, I um, I at a young age. Right, my, my, my father left my dad when we was young, so I was working at McDonald's and I, I, and I actually did lie at my, by at my age, I was only 14 and I was working in McDonald's and um, I was, you know, so for a couple of years I was working in McDonald's and so when I got pregnant, my mum thought I was gone to work, but really I went to his dad's house. Okay. <laughs> from when you're born or when you're growing up and you're getting senses you know whether that you have a vision mm. of who you want to be and if you don't young people you need to have a vision yeah you're gonna Do you get what I mean? you've yeah. got to have a vision and even then that very night that I slept with his dad yeah I broke my virginity I knew I was pregnant Mm. I didn't have to think about it. I got up, didn't I? Yeah, I got up and I knew I was pregnant. I didn't have to think about it. Mm. And I said, oh my God. I started to pray from then. I didn't even <laughs> wait for the text because I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that I was pregnant and it was hard. As a young as a young person, I was just thinking, oh my God, I'm going to disgrace my parents. I'm pregnant. I had a chance. I had like people saying, have an abortion, have that, this, mm. that. And that. But because of the way I was brought up, yeah, I knew that abortion was wrong. Yeah, and I said I cannot do that. And I remember I got so much pressure, so much pressure. Like you're gonna waste your life. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. And I said I rather, even at that time, mm. knowing that I had sinned against God, 
I'd rather have the child yeah. and let God deal with me. I am mm. not going to, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It would yeah. have been worse for me. That's how I felt because of how I was brought up, right? So I, I went along and had Maurice and yeah, when he came, everybody, you know, after a while they get with it, don't they? Yeah, they're excited. Well, yeah. this is their doctor, the situation. And yeah, had Maurice and he's my first son. We are so overwhelmed and happy and you know Marisa born with his hands like his hand like that one big hand or he's like what should we call him hands <laughs> yeah yeah and um everybody proud my parents were proud at that time that was their first grandchild so you know everybody whipped around and it was it was a joyful moment now moving on in life the pressures of life to me skipping i then can you imagine? Let's hear this. Do you stick with Maurice's dad? Yes, yeah, so I was with him for ten years. Okay. So the first, the first son I had was Maurice. That was the first time I ever had sex when I had Maurice. I was so scared to have sex again. <laughs> yeah. I told. <laughs> I told his dad that the doctor says I can't have sex because I had stitches. Like when I, he was born, I, I had stitches. I said the doctor said I can't have sex for a long while. So guess what? The second time I then had sex, then came to Sham. <laughs> I was like, God, what, 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 what is this for me? Is this actually happening? Like, in the two times I had sex, I got pregnant. Did you know that time? Did you know that time? You, did you like... The second time yeah. I said, no, I thought I was alright now. Like, I don't know what I thought. I thought it was, like, everything's okay now. I didn't... I was so naive, I didn't think like it's just gonna get pregnant. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen again like that. I thought yeah. it was gonna take some kind some of time. What? <laughs> when I find out, I was like, what on earth is going on? Is this how this thing runs? You know, because you've got to understand sometimes being uneducated in that department can be ignorance. Yeah. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it can yeah. be ignorance. Yeah. So, you know, you don't understand. Yeah. You've got to understand people Teenagers might be 16, but it doesn't mean they understand their body. That's true. It doesn't mean they understand their body. We just take it for granted mm -hmm. to say, by now you should know what's going on. Honestly, I was in, I did not know. I just thought to myself, well, I've had the first son. Boom, boom, boom. I should be all right now. I didn't think, well, if you do it again, unprotected, mm. there's going to come a second baby. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, it didn't quite add up to my brain, well that equals baby, unprotected, yeah. you know, it didn't add up to my brain. So then I had Tashan, that was my second son. And then after that, I went through a lot of stress, domestic violence, and you know, I then started to go on to crack cocaine, well, I started to smoke weed, mm -hmm. and I used to go out raving, and I was this kind of person, as I will tell you, when I went out to a rave, I was drinking can of cokes and seven up. I didn't even like alcohol. <laughs> I did not even like alcohol. So I'd be standing up in a rave and then going to me, you're an idiot, man. Yeah, yeah, stand up drinking coke. <laughs> don't go over there. So I used to stand in a little box by myself, like drinking my can of coke and because I, them the times it was baby sham, cherry bee, and can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? I remember tasting the first one and I didn't like it. I should have stuck to that. Yeah, I tasted the fact I didn't like it. But 
that's how it went for me. I then started to smoke weed, but I weren't a weed, I liked ash. So I used to smoke my ash, but listen, I used to buy a £10 drawer, it used to last me a week. Them not used to buy a £10 drawer, it lasted them two hours. <laughs> now, for me, I used to get my drawer, one week, I used to get my drawer, and I'm only pinching of a little bit of like thing, I just did the thing. And they used to always come to me and say, yeah, we know that you've got a spiff in the room, we know. <laughs> Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. It's, why I'm saying this is to, to let you know we're not green. We 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 know what you guys have gone through. We know we know we know road. We know we've been through every aspect and even worse than what you guys have been through. Trust me. We might look where we've come from now. We might look like we don't know. Like Marie's like, oh mom, just be quiet. This ain't your day, you know. You would have sort of survived in my day, bro. You would have survived. You would have survived. You would not have survived in my day. Do you get what I mean? Because the way how you guys even do things now, it weren't done like that in my day. You couldn't just go and touch a person and guani guani and go on like that and think that you're gonna get away with that. No. If you knew something, we're coming back them days. Yeah. That's not. That's not our. That's how it kind of still goes off. That's how it's. I just think that's how the level of respect's gone. Uh-huh. That's gone out of the it's window. Out of where yeah, people yeah, yeah. I agree. They, I do they, agree. Where people think they can wrap up to parents' houses yeah, and all that. In my day, don't you think about You wrap up to her mother's house. You, you just sign your death warrant. Yeah, of course you are. Do you get what I mean? Come outside your... It's absolutely... It wasn't heard of. Yeah, but... Yeah, I know, but then the, left, the then the street team just got mad and mum, the disrespect was just... You know, nobody cares about it. That's what it is, man shooting up at mum's mum's house. Yeah, shooting up everything. Yeah, but then was, when you think about it, yeah? Just think about it, think about it. If you're telling me we've reached a place where the carrier of life can get shot for their son, you know we're in a bad place. We used to think before well, that someone's grandma's in that house, their mum's there, so Yeah, yeah, you can't. think about the, the bigness of the... I'm saying, we've reached a place now no where you don't, you don't even respect the yeah. woman that carried you. No we're, 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 let me tell you something, we're in a bad place, you know? We're, yeah, we're in a bad place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. So saying, yeah, 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 she's saying that them times there, like, as bad as we were, and things were a lot worse. Manners and respect. There was manners and respect, and you knew that family. That family was over there, this family was there, and if someone touched one of that family, you've touched the whole family. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And so sometimes there'll be negotiation where one family head will meet that one and they will talk and they'll work it out. Because we, we don't want no bloodshed. We don't want no one to die. You understand? So that one, I'm saying, but now, it's like, yeah, sure. With that being yeah. said, would you not, would you not say now nah, is more worse than? Yeah, it's, you've lost the same. That's what I'm saying. Going back to you saying that he, he wouldn't survive then, well, if this is worse, then. The reason why some guys now won't survive back then. Because the things that they do when they just rock up to someone and no, like, no, 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 yeah, now, now, you won't want to go rock into people's houses. And it's just, it's normal, isn't it? It's, it's alright, you might do uh-huh. Back then, you do one to a man's house, it's not going, you're not going back to a man's house. You're not going back to a man's house. It's different. That's what a man used to do. It's just no decorum. Three letterboxes, that's what that's what it ends up being. Let's keep it up. Girl's house, whoever's house. Carry on what you say. Not me, but I'm saying that's the error. It led, led from your error, it led to people just disrespecting. That's it. 
It is what it is. See you in the street with your kid, yeah, you might get turned over. Yeah, that's it. See you in the street with your mum, yeah, you might get turned over. That's the level of disrespect because you feel like at the end of the day, if you might do that to me, so I'm just going to do it to you. So if you both think like that, that's when that's when they're really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then this is what I don't understand, right? And okay, then let me just get through to the part. And then I was, I, I got caught up, cutting a long story short, I got caught up and I started to smoke crack cocaine. And how I started to smoke crack cocaine, it wasn't that I went out to say, let me just go and smoke crack, yeah? It started off with all a bit of fun, like, kind of, mm. like, no, no, this There was a whole generation of crackheads here that became an advert for don't smoke crack. Oh right, yeah, yeah. of course. So the don't next generation, do it. right, the next yeah. generation, look, but in our generation, that was the new wave and the new thing. Just All like right. after that, now yeah, the yeah. next thing was East. Yeah, right. So, so, so it's like our generation was like the guinea pigs to show people you don't really want to do this, you know. Yeah. But in our time, that was the excitement. We know better now. We know it's like, are you mad? But yeah, yeah. It but was I'm mad. Saying, so it sounds stupid when I want to say, like, I've gone jail yeah, to smoke crack, and they're like, <laughs> and I'm like, but. I'm like, but. In our day. No, that was bad. We, no, we, we, no, 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 no. You see, no, because no, what no, happened there, no. what happened there in what you lot have seen of crackheads, that weren't us until, well, years you after. You get worse. You get it? worse. Yeah. But how it started, it was a thing like, you have your crack bridge, you've got your champagne, this, that, and other. Yeah, My man's wearing ballets from down the West End and smoking crack. Mm. You know how much ballet he's got? Mm. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Do you get what I mean? It wasn't like how it was now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I smoking bare root boys. And yeah, and, so and, and, and then man was doing what it. happened was, yeah, so I went into that kind of life and I, and I, um, and I was, um, oh, I got, I had domestic violence and it started to, it started to spiral out of control for me where it was a point of escapism. So then I was shown how to pipe, right? And then for me, that's where it just went Damn. peak Tom. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. You know it went Pete Tom. It went Pete Tom. I, I became. I started to buy. I got out of control. I got out of control. I got out of control. I went that down to what a size yeah. ten. Yeah. Like I was like, you saw me. You're gonna rob one because I will rob you. In <laughs> So she yeah. moved like that. Back, back yeah, no, 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 no. I will rob a crack. Yeah, no, 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 no. I will rob a crack, man. I will tell him, bring me an eighth. Yeah, I'll meet you on the corner. <laughs> I'll 
And then as soon as he put the eighth in my hand, hand I was... Skirting, I was gone. Yeah? So that was... That then... I don't even know, sometimes they would find me and like try and bang it on my toes and all them kind of things, but it, it, it was only the grace of God that kept me, that why I'm here today, because they could have tore out my feet. Mm. Do you get what I mean? They could have like killed, and do you know what? How you know, in my time, when I was smoking crack, I used to be sometimes on the line going to buy crack, and they used to say, run with that girl there. Don't sell her nothing. Don't sell her nothing. She's not meant to be on the road. Not sell her nothing. Yeah. And if a man still said to me, "Come round the corner, I've got something to give you," if somebody else saw that, they would say, "Why I don't mean not sell her nothing." <laughs> you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So even then, I could see where God was trying to intervene in my life. Mm-hmm. Even then, the crack dealers came against me. They didn't want my money. Even if I had money, they didn't want it. Do you get what I mean? So, I could see what was happening. But anyway, so I went, and I went so far, I'm cutting a long story short, we'll be here all night. I went so far, and it was one day I was out on the street, like I told you prior, we was brought up in church, and I heard this song, and and I was so, and I'm talking about this time, what happened to me, my, my children had got taken away from me because me and my cousin had left them somewhere and we didn't, we left them somewhere and we didn't get back on time and social service must have come. Mm-hmm. So for that stage, my children went into care for a very short time and I just thought, I started to get worse, like I ain't got my kids, that's it, that's me now, boom, boom, boom. And then one day I said, but God, like, they, I, I've been to church when I was younger, I know the way, and I'm like, Lord, if it's all right going to church, yeah? It's all right somebody telling you, come, let's take you so to I'm church. Gonna have to the Bible is that easy, yeah, you can't yeah, study, you can't kind of study it to understand it. For sure, for sure. Well, to want to be a believer, you can't sure. just go into it without the belief. Or you just gonna I, I would say you don't have to have the belief to, to, to start studying. When we went to school, we didn't want to go to school, but we learned because we sat in the classroom. I tell people, sit in the book. But would you understand the, the message within the Bible if you're not a believer? You'll never you understand you something until you study it. Let me say it one more time. So that's what I'm saying. So, so, so you don't have to believe it. So for people that don't understand it. that, yeah. yeah, he's trying to say, so how would he what, what I would do, okay, okay, I'm going to give an example then. So a person, pick up, no, sorry, a person will pick up the Bible thinking, I'm not going to find no truth in it. I feel like they're going to pick up things like there's going to be a message in there through. Well, I tell you, 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 you you've got theologians, yeah, that are atheists, and atheists are men who don't believe there's a God. Yeah. But they're paid, they're paid to disprove it. So they read the Bible every day, but to disprove. Yeah? So I'm saying you don't have to believe to read. But what happens many times when you do read? When you read, Thou shalt not kill. Well, yeah, I shouldn't kill. Thou shalt not steal. Don't steal someone else's girl. Don't disrespect your parents. Don't murder someone. That's disrespectful. But then it makes sense. You don't have to be yeah. a believer to know that. You read it. It's like That's yeah. right. love your neighbour as you love yourself. Um, love keeps no record of wrongs. Love is not evil. Love doesn't hate his neighbour. Love is not spiteful. Mm. Love doesn't try to destroy. Love covers when people do wrong. What part of that don't we understand? And it's and and what I what I always say to people like. You don't don't have to be a Christian to have morals. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a Christian. We we work with people all the time. 
and they they're not Christians but they have standards yeah yeah but what the Bible does it brings vision and I think it assists you to get through life that's what that's what God does it's like a little help book it's thank you it assists you I always say it's a manual the Bible is a manual for your life it's a manual I was in them and I will, I will say to any Christian when I was in prison the first book I read was Proverbs it opened up my mind so I came out thinking oh my gosh and you've got to remember I've been brought up in church you know mm. but the first book I read and got an understanding is when I read the book of Proverbs and it told you the do's and the don'ts. There's a lot of wisdom in that There's book. So, it's, yeah, and, it's and the way it says it, yeah. it's just anybody can understand. Yeah. Any child, anybody can understand the book of Proverbs. And, and the Lord took me to that while I was in prison. Like I said, I had my drug history mm -hmm. and I went through my drugs. And, and what happened was, while I was one day I was on the street and I said to the Lord, like, okay, I went to church, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I went, my parents told me to go. And no, and to me, it weren't actually, I used to enjoy going to church. But I wanted to know what everybody else was saying was good out there. That's what it was for me. So I went to try to see what was going on, got caught up, went on the wrong path. And one day, I was smoking drugs, and I remember I was so high. But all I could think about were my children and thinking, oh my God, they're in fear. Like, God, I could not have been, at, at that time I was in such a despair, I wanted to take my own life. Like, I was like, God, this cannot be happening to me. And I remember walking down that street and I said, God, if you are real, prove yourself to me now. I need to know that you are real. The Bible says that your name is above every name. I said, so, okay, if your name is above every, every name, and you're the most high God, your name must be above crack cocaine. I'll never forget it. And I walked along that street, and there's this song that we used to sing in church, and it was, it was, have you got any rivers that they say are uncrossable? Have you got any mountains you can't tunnel through? God specialises when things seem impossible, doing for you the things you can't do. And it was starting to hum in my spirit. But at that time, I felt so unclean. I was thinking like, why is this song like, making yeah. humming in my spirit? I'm, not, sort of I'm, not, I'm, I'm not worthy to be like, singing this song. Yeah. I'm looking for the next crack dealer, man. Like, I've come to buy crack. Mm. I want my, I've just finished licking a stone. I want my <laughs> next one, yeah? And this song has got stronger. And stronger in my spirit, have you got any rivers that they say are uncrossable? Have you got any mountains you can't tunnel through? God, he specialises when things seem impossible, doing for you the things you can't do. Until I started to sing the song. Then what i done, I changed the song. And I said, God, I've got some rivers that I know are uncrossable. God, I've got some mountains I can't tunnel through. God, I need you to specialise in this thing that I know is impossible for me to do. I said, Lord, I need you. And I remember I started to sing the song. If you saw me on the high road that day, you would have thought I was mad. But they looked at me like I was mad anyway, because I was high Yeah. So you would have thought, like, what's she doing? And I started to sing the song. And then I remember 
I said, okay, Lord. And I fell to my knees. I'll never forget the day I was on Clapton High Road in Hackney. I fell to my knees and I remember shouting Jesus as loud as I can. And I felt like a cold stream. It was like ice. It just trickled through my body. It just trickled through my body. And I got up and I ran to my friend's house. And my life has never been the same since that day. Never been the same. My son is now 30. I've been 27 years clean. Big Right, to me, but I didn't go to no rehab. And all I have to say to people for the message of Christ is this. When you've tried everything and everything has failed, just try him. I dare you. I actually, there's a thing that we used to say when we were younger. I double dare you. <laughs> to try him when things seem like they're coming on top when things seem you've tried everything you've yeah. picked up the phone you've spoken to a friend you've phoned your G you said like look man I'm not feeling too good there's nothing comforting that the G is going to tell you on the other end because you need an encounter you need something that he can't do mm. that your mum can't do that your dad can't do and your homie just can't do yeah and to me there was nobody out there that could actually help me. And I said, you know what? If you're real, you've got to prove yourself to me. Just how we talk. Everybody seems to think this thing is technical. Mm. It's not technical. It's a conversation. Like we're having one here now. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just here all reasoning. For sure. It's a reasoning. You understand? Get in your room and say like, yo, God. Okay then. You're meant to be the big man, innit? What you have to do, do it with an intention. Like we always say, intentionally, purposely. Do it with an intention to receive that he will come through for you. Because I'm telling you, all I can say, I haven't got no answers for you guys. All I can tell you is what i done mm. and how it happened for me. Do you get what that's I mean? It, that's it. And then even after that, telling you the truth, I moved to Nottingham. And then I still didn't. Like, fully surrender my life to God. I, like, well, you know, I was going to church because I, I, I was going to church and that, but you know, you could still draw me out. There was still a thing. There was still a thing that. There was still a thing you could draw me out, innit? So, one day I get a call. Yeah, like, one day I get a call. Boy, my cousin's been licked down, innit? You've never seen a girl jump on a train and bump the trains all the way to London. Mm. Yes, yeah. I got on a train, bumped the train all the way to London. We went and done our thing, sort out the girl and them thing there, yeah? Because <clears throat> can incriminate you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, done them things. But that was my past, yeah? Yeah. And I'll tell you what happened. Even then, in that situation, I knew I was wrong. <coughs> you know, like, you, I was there and I didn't even so much of lay a finger on the girl, but still ended up in prison. Mm -hmm. Now, how on earth <laughs> can this happen? Because God's got a way, yeah, of saying like, look. You didn't, didn't want to listen. You don't want to listen, yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah? You yeah, don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're not hearing me. You're, oh, hello. You don't seem to be hearing me, innit? You don't seem to be hearing me. Next time, I'm in Baseford in my yard. Uh, 
Doors off the engines. <laughs> Police. Like, freaking what? Like, this happened in London. What? Next thing, boom. I can hear my sister. We got in a car. All of us all met in one cell. Drove us all the way back to London. They got every single one of us in one cell. Like one place. We're walking through the door. Hey, what you doing there? Hey, what you do what you doing there? That was it. Cut a long story short, we ended up in prison. And when we got to prison, I'm getting in this van, right? And I'm thinking, how? somebody I'm claustrophobic and I'm like yo this ain't working for me you know you need to leave that door open they're telling me they're not leaving it open <laughs> I said what like, <laughs> so <laughs> they took me to Holloway when we got to Holloway I'm like what am I actually doing you know I thought I was dreaming it was like it was I, I thought I was gonna wake up any moment now it didn't you seem see real it didn't seem real yeah <laughs> I then came out of jail and I, no, we went to court 
And they said to us, like, look, you lot are looking six to eight years, isn't it? Forget that. So we're like. Forget that. I'm like, nah. Because I've been in prison and I've been fasting, I've been doing everything, you know, like, <laughs> like that's not God, I ain't got that for me, <laughs> do you get what I mean? And it, it came to a stage where my barrister turned around to my cousins and, that and said, listen, you need to tell her, I'm a bit worried about her, because she seems to think she's going home today. <laughs> This is a custodian sentence. And I remember that morning I opened my Bible and it said, Who shall judge God's elect? That's exactly what I saw in the Bible. And I thought we felt this peace and I was just like, okay. So I, I said to my family, like, look, I don't think we're going to jail, you know. I don't think we're gonna go back to jail. And they're saying, chairs like, look, like, I said, no, we're gonna pray right now. I said, we are going to pray, and I'll never forget. And I promised the Lord there in that cell, God, if you let me free, I said, listen, I will look after the old people. I said, Lord, I will never miss a service. I will always go to church. And I've kept that promise up to this day. Whether I felt like going to church or not, whether I felt weak, whether I things happened or whatever, I just always remembered my vow that I said, Lord, I will do it. So this is what I'm trying to say. Your, how you feel ain't, it's not the way that you think. You don't have to feel that you're worthy. Yeah. You're, you don't have to feel worthy to come to God. Don't you understand? Come as you are, he will do the rest. Yeah. Some people, it happens overnight like that. Some people, it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's a process, it takes time. And what God's not like man. You see your brethren, you can sit down and tell your brethren a thing, you know. And your brethren's gonna think, ah, mate, I didn't know that's that. Like, you think full like that. Like, yeah. They're not gonna say it to you. Yeah. They'll be saying like, yeah, was he like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. But when they go, they go back to their girl and say, do you know what he said? Yeah, yeah, all of that. But all, it's not yeah. straight. Mm. That's what happened. Do you know what he said? Like, boy, I didn't even know he could think like that, you know? But with God, you could be real. Then you could be real, the heart, he's interested, like as I was saying, the heart. Like, you can wear what you want. You can look as bad as you want. Like, you can have the best car. But have you got peace? Alright. Peace is something you can't buy. You definitely can't. You cannot buy it. You can have a million dollars. You can have... You, there's people, there's billionaires out there and they are depressed. Mm -hmm. And they could go out at any time and buy ten houses. Have five cars. Mm -hmm. But there's something that is missing. Like we said, there's a missing link. Mm. There's a missing link. And my message is to you guys, if you never hear anything else out of this podcast, is this. When you come to that place in your life where you feel like, boy, I don't think I'm going to make it. And you don't have to be on drugs to feel like that. No, 100%. You don't have to be on drugs. You on where you at now. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Okay. So, you don't have to be on drugs to feel like that. And I remember, like, saying to the Lord, like, look, there's a song that said it's all or nothing. Yeah? 
like, God, I feel like this, I feel, I feel, I've even, I've had time to, like everybody knows, I've got a business, I've had it for eight years. Through the eight years of my business, I've, I've felt depressed before, being real. Do you get what I mean? But guess what? I've had the assistance of God, that peace, that when I just lift up my hand and say, God, I, I, feel, I, f I feel down, I feel thing, I feel confused, I feel like, what decision should I really make here? Or what should I do? Or I've got a whole load of staff that just ain't communicating right. Like, it gets overwhelming. As a leader, it can be very overwhelming. It, it, all this stuff can be very, I've lifted up my hands and I've said, Lord, how? What? And I felt a peace. And I could get up the next morning and I would have a sense of direction. A sense of direction that if I phoned Isaiah, he maybe could have given it to me. If I phoned my mum, she could have given it to me. I've got a sense of peace and a clear direction. Where I'm up now is that I now run a church, a street ministry, church on the streets, Cornerstone Fellowship. Yeah. And what we do, we bring the church to the streets. And the reason why we started to bring the church to the streets, because you've got to get with it. No. You guys, some people don't even want to walk into a church. No. And sometimes, some, sometimes, sometimes church has got a bad slogan too. Do you get what I mean? So much people has been hurt and... I'm from like... This guy is like me, he was just like... You can't believe in a situation, you can't believe in God. When there's been all this bad negative publicity about priests touching kids and molesting kids throughout not one church, many of churches. Mm -hmm. How can you believe in something like that? And these are under God. These are good. These are God's messages. They are messages. These are people here to spread yeah, to be trusted. They're trusted uh, position under God, sure. and sure. Yeah. they're taking but your kid or. A kilo or something. What? And they're touching them up. Yeah. What? Listen, listen to what I'm going to tell and you. And changing then. the Bible rules of having same sex <coughs> relationships. Where that was always a no in the Bible. That I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But if, so, if you look across, if you look across life, or just, just no, if you look across life, people, people come in and they do what they want. They change a lot of things. My problem is why do people only have a problem with the church? They also human. They are not God. They make They're mistakes. Not They're not God. They make mistakes. I was abused as a young child yeah. from somebody in the church. Jeez. From a seven years old to 12 years old. Yeah. Constantly abused. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a young child, my sister, my family, family, people in our family was abused. Now, did I turn around and say, God, you're not real because that happened? No. What happened was, at that time, as a young child, obviously, you couldn't talk about it. But there came a time where it came out. And like we know, God is a just God. That man is now serving 18 years in prison. So right, right, which is right. Right, he's now serving 18 years in yeah, prison. Right. Yes, these things do happen in the church. At that time, I, I'm not going to tell you, I will be a liar if I tell you that my faith was not shaken. I will be a liar. I will be a liar. But you know, there was something inside me because I had a 
personal encounter with God, I knew that he was real. So that could not be denied. That couldn't be denied. Do you get what I mean? I knew that he existed. I knew that he was real. So my, my thing to you guys is when you get that encounter, it's undeniable. If something was to happen to you tomorrow, it's undeniable. You still know that God is real. You still know that he is real. Let me say this to you, yeah? <laughs> let me say this to you. People have car accidents all the time. All the time. Yeah. I'm not going to tell someone you shouldn't be a driving instructor because someone had an accident. There were bad drivers on the road and there were good drivers. There were good apples in a box and there were bad apples. That does not mean that the apple seed is bad or the tree is bad. It's what happened to the fruit after. Wherever you find humanity, you're going to find good and bad. But man is not a reflection of God. Man should be. So I can't say I'm not going to have a relationship with God because of what man does. That would be foolish. That's why I'm saying when I'm not going to go to a hospital because people are getting COVID. Yeah, you're, you get, you're, you're going off your experience. But, but also, not just my personal experience, I'm also saying that the reason why I still have to pass my test is because I have a destination to get to. So if you crash, you're not going to stop me from getting to my destination because I have to go to Birmingham for my money. Okay. So when you crash on the road, oh, don't drive because everyone on the road has accidents. No, no, no. That's someone driving wrong. Your crash is your crash. That's not going to stop me from fulfilling my destiny. I understand that God created me and he has my destiny. So I'm not going to make a bad example of a human being, make me not be a good human being. So what I have to do now is connect to God for myself and don't try to find God through man. Find That's God right. for myself. That's and right. then find like-minded people. Yeah? yeah? Oh, all men are dogs. Do you bark? Well, right, so, right, okay, good. Yeah? All girls are bloops, are they? No. You know, why, you know why I know that? Because my mum is not a bitch. Yeah, that's right. My mum ain't a bitch. Yeah. And my wife ain't a bitch. But they say all girls, no, 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 no. We don't put everybody in one category. What we do, we look at individuals and we judge them on an individual basis. So when man tried to tell me, I'm not going to show all Christians are hypocrites. What all black people are thieves then? Yeah. Is that right? All black baby fathers don't look after children, is that right? So then we ain't gonna get one brush <laughs> and paint everybody in yeah. one colour. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Right, yeah. so what I say to every man, the Bible says, look for the Lord while he may be found. If you know there's a God, look for God for yourself and don't look for excuses. Mm. Look for God for yourself because you know fully when stuff goes wrong, you secretly go one of them and say, God, if you're there. So I don't need to wait for a crisis when I know that Christ is. That's right. I just say one away, all right, I know I'm not perfect. And real talk, I don't want to serve God now because I'm young, I want to do my thing, but God, I know you're real. So I'm going to speak to you and build my journey one away. Yeah, there was a time when I used to like do the old pray thing in time of need, but as I got older, I respect the old, the whole Bible. I respect religion because, so I kind of don't do it out of need because and 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 lead is the lower level. Can you say yeah, that again? yeah. Say that again. The reason back in the day, like you said, people in a time of need, they will say, "Oh, oh God, can you help me?" Even Which is a bad thing because he's there to help us. But then, as I grow older, that's what I'm always saying. I take religion a lot. Say, why did you use it in the time of need? Why you because it was just one of those things that you yeah. it, they told you to do when you need God or you need help. Have a little pray. So. Yeah, but I always say to people, God is not a convenience store. Yeah, I know. Right? He's not something that you pick up. He's not a boy that you can boise him up. That's you why understand? I stopped as well. No, no, no. Listen to me. You're a big man. 
I'm him not, and the dog. If I'm not, yeah? if I'm not gonna be like, yeah, yeah I believe in God, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I shouldn't be going up drawing for God, God. when I need Him. Yeah. So, but was at the same time. That's why you went away. No, but there's some people that they know God, but and they just pick him up and put him down. Pick him up and put him down. He's not a convenient store. You would not like to be picked up and put down, would you? No. Nah, you don't like to be used. But yeah. like you said earlier, you said when you've tried everything Colts. Yeah, yeah try Colts. I'm going to say that's what Blues, blues you were going to well, say, but I'm sometimes through convenience, that's how you make your connection. That's what you're going to say, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, and that's why I say it's not a bad thing per se, it's a start. Yeah, some people choose God from the start, and then some people have no choice yeah. but to. No choice but to. But that's their calling. As long as you get there. If they find their calling through that, then that. It's worked for them. Okay, let me ask a question once here, yeah? or Bluesy, or Reese. If a Shelly, his name's Shelly, that's his name. Shelly. Bluesy, I think it's Bluesy. I didn't care. I know you got it. I know you got it. So, Shelly, this is the thing here. If God was to appear to you in a way that you knew it was God, then what would you do then? Because everyone's on this team with the same well, boy, I, I can't live for God because of the church. I can't live for God because of this. But I'm saying then, the minute that you actually realise that God really does exist, whether you call him HP, higher power, or everlasting fire, once you know that someone exists, the next thing is you have to acknowledge them. Yeah. You see, the reason why you say yo to your friend because you know that your friend exists and you know the relationship. So if you know that there's a God, why are you not recognising and then take it a step further? So, my thing is now, not if, when. When God makes you know that he's real, what are you willing to do about it? And that's the question for everyone watching. Because we can all have this and say, well, there's no God, blah, blah, blah. But once you know there's a God, then I say there's a responsibility and we should respond to that. Yeah, you take your call and you, you, you do your... I don't yeah, know, I say, do you do your... You're not going to do your... You're not going to do your... You can't just wish for something. You've actually got to put in the work to actually get there. Yeah, you've got to want to want... Think about like, oh, God, 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 I'm gonna go to God. Like, I, I, I don't know, innit? I've just never, like, I'm my own person. Any pickle, anything in life, this, that, and you, but I don't I'm gonna go to God. I'm gonna, it's myself, innit? Like, yeah. myself. Like, you're gonna do it your own way. Yeah, like, this, I'll, I'll brought this planet. I don't know, like, it's just. I, I, I hear you. I, I, I get that. Like, you feel like God is within you. He's gonna have to encounter yeah, yeah, God so many different times. But it's not God. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can fully. But like express express what I'm trying to say, yeah. but it's like no, it's it's just yeah, from me. It's, it's my heart. It's my heart. Like it's yeah. it's not like like I've got morals. Like, like like you say like you said earlier, you don't have to be Christian to have morals. morals. Yeah. Like no, because I've I've never like believed and decided to understand religions and like go down that type of route. No, but I, I have morals. I know what's what's wrong and right. And yeah, like, I don't know, I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's Yeah, but one. can I just say something to you, yeah? How did you start to smoke weed? Um, uh, yeah, it was at year 10. 
I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I'm a friend. My friend is a marina. Imagine that, but he, he. You just, yeah, like, yo, smoke, get me, it's still, we're gonna get, we're gonna get high today. I was like, yeah, say no more. That's it. Okay. Easy right. influence. So, I said, I've done it before. I've like, okay. done it before, yeah, cool. So, I'm gonna say to you, yo, I've got a high that can make you feel. <laughs> That is the most high. But with this high, it gives you peace. Yeah? It gives you peace. It gives you comfort. You can't get a better high than this high. Now, I'm going to say to you, yo, like your friend said to you in year 10, yo, bro, come try this. Come and try this. Come and try this. Come and try this, yeah? Because, like I'm saying, what I'm doing now, I'm not here for the church. I'm here for you guys to say, come and try this. Uh -huh. I, come and try I'm it. Like, like you're saying, year 10, you're in ten, year 10. Yeah, I, for you to smoke weed, somebody introduced it to you, innit? Right? Yeah. Come, come, come. You didn't go home and tell your mum you smoked weed, did you? No. All oh, no, right. You, 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 oh, right. you never went home and told your mum you smoked weed, right? So, my thing is, you don't even have to go and say to somebody, you know what, I'm going to church today, like blah, blah, blah. I'm saying to you, come and try it. Come and try it. To find peace. To find, no, but no, well, that's not just to find peace. Find. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he can assist you. I am telling you that you need him. The Bible says that every knee is going to have to bow and every tongue is going to have to confess that he is Lord. Why would you, if I'm saying to you, what harm can it bring for me to say, come and try this? I tell you, it won't bring you no harm, but I can promise you that you will gain something. Someone is scared of God. No, I get it. Yeah? That's what it is. Someone yeah. is scared of God. Yeah. No, yeah. Maybe they don't want to do that transition to God thing. Yeah, not I because, don't do that. Not because, I don't, I don't know. Good, good. Not because, <laughs> not, because <laughs> not because, I don't know. It's just all mad. Like, the old thought of a roadman or a man is who it's just, just like, start, it's the ego thing. Just, just waking up and saying, yeah, I'm going to go. It's just one of those. Say come church. Well, you know how the say. That's just imprinted and it's been imprinted. But you're just like, yo, being stubborn. No. I'm not, yeah, it's just, it just feels like we just not reject me. it. Yeah, it's not for me. No matter how you can say, yo, come try it. Mom, and I'm due to like, yo, come. Like what I say, yo, New Year's, this mm. mom thing, let's go. She was like, no, I'm not going. I'm like, yo, why not? Mm. It's mm. not. It's not him to go. It's not That's to right. go and mm. do a one service, two service. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's kind of just the air. Shall I tell you what I've been sitting there thinking about? That it's more than getting peace mm. because you can take drugs and find that you have to keep paying, but you can get that. It's more than finding comfort because you can find that in sex for a certain while. But let me tell you what none of these things can't give you. None of these things can't give you eternal freedom from the penalty of sin. Shall I tell you what the power of the gospel is? The real message of the gospel is, it's not peace, it's not joy, it's freedom from the penalty of every mistake that we've ever made in our life. Now let me explain something to you. 
If God is a just God, he's fair and he's righteous. If you sin consistently, you have to pay for your sins. Right, he's forgiven. But if you don't come to him and receive that forgiveness, it means that you're living under condemnation for your sins. So mm -hmm. everything you've done, when you stand before God, you're going to get an eternal bird, which means you're going to be shut away from the prince of God forever. Let, let, me, let me bring it home to what it really is. We've been in jail, and we've been away from our family for one year, two years, eight months, blah, blah, and we didn't like it. Imagine being shut away from the presence of peace, love, joy, forgiveness, kindness, eternally non-stop like imagine being in eternal darkness non-stop imagine How being in a place that's, that's what's because that's what the bible <laughs> says and so if i'm going to believe that god is a healer and i like the good part i can't take the good and don't take the bad yeah i hear that yeah. i can't pick you see god is not a cherry tree i can't pick what i want the real message of the gospel is that we get eternal non-stop everlasting upgraded forgiveness forever so if we make a mistake you go to god and sorry and he will forgive you but if you reject the gospel the true message of the scripture is this, that you're going to suffer a Christless eternity. Now people say, but God won't do that. But I said, so why is it then you want God to punish the paedophile and mm -hmm. the rapist, but then you want to shoot down a guy on the end and God's not going to punish you for that? You see, because God is just. Yeah. Justice. I, be I believe that. I, I, like, I, I, I agree, but like, at the same time, so I, don't, I don't feel like I need to get the approval from, from God to understand that that like, oh, yeah, 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 but you got you come from a good family and this that and other, and you go out and you commit crime and all that, and all you could hear in your family that they want a bad breed and this that and other. And like, you see that they want winning come on your old mind your bugger, or that they want teeth like you know, you know what I mean? Right. What Isaiah is saying, when you come to God, yeah, like there's no way like you guys might be out there and you know. It doesn't matter who wants to be labelled for something bad. Yeah. Nobody. Oh. Nobody. Yeah. Do you know how disappointed it is when you've got children, yeah? Or you've all got kids and you've had so much aspiration for them, so much good thoughts, and then, then they just turn out rubbing man road on a guard, yeah? He's great, he's mercy, he forgives all that, and he gives you a, a everlasting, like as I was saying, an everlasting peace. Because he forgives, he forgives all that that you've done. There's things that you might not if I tell you might not tell people, I might not tell people. There might yeah. be things that we've done that yeah, we would sure. never yeah. ever tell somebody. Do you get what I mean? But guess what? God he knows because he's seen it. Mm, yeah. He's seen it. Yeah, where your friend might not have seen, or your girl might not have seen, or your mum might not have seen, God has seen it. And that's what you've got to be worried about. That's what you have to think. 
This is about making sure that you spend eternity forgiven and that your soul is saved. Why gamble it? That's what I say. What, what, what my problem is, there's nothing bad in it. Why gamble it? I don't, to me, I'm trying to get an understanding of... I do understand, was, and I'm going to tell you what I understand, because cause I grew up in church and I lived a Christian life, then I went out on the street. I understand that, as a man, being able to do what you want to do, how you want to do, when you want to do, is great. And being in control of your life is great, but when you reach a place of wisdom where you understand that you're actually not in control, and the fact that you're saying, I think about it and I know it's you, but no, I don't want I can't, I can't. It's like, then you'll recognise that there's a battle, there's a war going on. Mm -hmm. Because if there's a war going on, there can't, there's two parties there, that's what you're saying. So I'm saying if there's two parties there, you must recognise that you're fighting with the will of God. Yeah, but you know what it is? You're Christians, you Christians and church people are like, if you don't follow Jesus, you don't this, you're just a bad seed of earth. No, no, we're not, 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 if you're Sinful. racist, if you're jealous, if you're envious, if you're a bad mind, if you set up a man, if you take a man's girl, yeah, if you set someone up in a ditch, we have all sinned. Yeah, the Bible says we are born in sin. Mm -hmm. And let me, let me tell you, you now we're born in sin. As a child reached two and you put biscuits on the table and say, don't touch your biscuit, what's a child gonna do? Touch it. Right, you know why? Because the minute you say don't, Stomach in the human nature rises up to say, why can't I? Sin. So then, so, so we are born with that sinful nature, yeah? And therefore the power of sin has to be broken and that's what Jesus Christ comes to do. He comes to forgive us of our sin and give us the power to overcome sin. It doesn't mean you can't sin, it means you have the power to say, I won't sin. Mm -hmm. Do Christians still sin? Of course yeah, we still do. do. But now we have the power to say no. So when a Christian sins, they're more accountable than a person who doesn't say they're a Christian because you know you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. Because you've been given the power not to do it. When a person knows they shouldn't do it, knows that God can give them the power not to do it, and they say, I don't want that power, then you're saying you want to stay in sin. Then you have to now take, hear me, the consequences of choosing to stay in sin. You see, every choice has a consequence. So if you're saying, I know there's a God, and I know God is righteous and just, and I know he's loving, if I reject that God, then I must be willing to take the consequence of rejecting him. Your mum always says, you make your bed and I'll give you a fiver. You don't make it, I'll give you one box in anymore. If she box you, you can't say, why are you hitting me? She told you. The word of God tells you, if you reject Christ, then you go to a crisis eternity. Now listen, this is the thing. I know it's not popular, but God is not about popularity. Mm -hmm. He's about obedience. Every high power has rules and regulations. If you break the regulation, there are penalties. Mm. And if God is just, we have to be mature and man enough to say, you know what? Even when I tell my kids, don't do something, I say, I'm going to punish them. I will. Every good father corrects their children. Mm -hmm. This time he's just an eternal one. That's a choice. Do you feel like you can believe in God but not believe in Jesus? Because like, what about other religions then? Are they not the According same? to the Bible, and I'll say this in the back to show, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the only way to God and I stick with that. That's my, that's my faith. I stick with that. God. This is why I'm a bit, sorry, this is why I'm like not, I do believe in God but I'm not religious because I feel like at the end each religion, the end goal is basically the same. So why is it separated? So why is it that only through Jesus in like Christianity is that's how you get to God? Or like in Islam it's only through like 
whoever it is, or like if you I know, know Buddhism, like at the end it's all the same, like morally. It's, it's a good question, but it's not all the same. Some some religions say you can have four or five wives. The Quran <laughs> says that you can kill. But it's not saying how do you know? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what the Quran <laughs> says. Make you stick up the Quran say that if a Muslim becomes a Christian, you can kill him. It does tell you that if you kill yourself and kill Christians, you get 70 virgins in heaven. I'm just saying, Christian doesn't say that. Yeah. So you've got, you got to look at the things and then go back to the Ten Commandments and measure it up by the standards. If I'm going to kill people on a plane and destroy them just because they believe different to me, my conjugal will tell me, but that can't be right. Mm. But what about like Buddhism and stuff? Do you that's supposed to be like a peaceful religion. It's peaceful, but then what, what Buddhism does, it yeah. focuses yeah. on the person as being a form of God. God in the person. Mm. And what Christianity does, Christianity reckons the f recognizes the fallen state of man, that we are born in sin. And as I was saying to you before, Christian, no real Christian believes they're perfect. We know that we are imperfect, yes. so we need a perfect God. Buddhism tells you that yeah, you, you, know. you become perfect now through meditating on things. So it kind of excludes the need for God and it just says as you focus on the universe and it, it also makes the universe be the source of power. Hold on a minute, God is bigger than the universe. Don't, oh, I pray to the universe. Hold on a minute. So who created the universe then? I'm praying to stars and to the moon, but how can I pray? But someone created that. So I'm saying you've got to actually think about the process. God says in the Bible, you shall have no other gods before me. Do you know what God is saying? There are other gods, but they're not on my level. So I want to go to the God. That we call him the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, which means he's in a class, not, not by himself. He is the class. So go, going back to being like born in sin, I don't know if maybe what you said was a bad example or, and it might sound like a joke when I say this, but when you said the, the biscuit on the table, the kid's gonna take it, I believe not, that's not, that's not, a, that, that's not because he's born in sin. Maybe she, that's it, he's a kid, little man, do you know what I mean? That as an adult, if someone put on something on the table and said don't take it, I'm, right, I'm not gonna feel like, oh, should I take it? And the worst thing is born in sin. You're it's curiosity. You do. And then you do, you, you've broken the commandments. So that's exactly what It was just, that a, it was yeah, just yeah, a illustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But over to Fritz, yeah. I think the time is. Yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah. I also think, yeah, going back, going back, I watch a lot of documentaries and stuff, and I feel like, us as black people, we should kind of be like Muslims from where we come from, our ancestors, or has Christ always been there? For us. Well, if, if you study ancient history, um, we know that God first appeared to Abraham first. Islam came via Ishmael because Ishmael was the father of the Arabs. So the God of Abraham was the God of the Jews. Yeah, Yahweh. Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua Hamashek is the son of Yahweh. Let me tell you who Jesus is. Jesus is God in a human body. Now, 35 years ago, for you to have a photo album was a big old dirty book. Now, a photo album is a memory stick. Yeah. Jesus is the memory stick of God. God packaged himself in a memory stick <laughs> and sent him to earth so you could be updated and learn his ways. 
-hmm. Yeah. So what Jesus did, Jesus actually was God in a human body, and he came and lived amongst human beings to show them this is the way you should live. So after Jesus but got crucified, yeah, yeah, did God say, "Is this is your end? You've done your job. You've said you've spoken no. the message." Jesus told them for you before to, we got crucified. Jesus said, "I'm going to die for three days," and he said, "I'm going to come back." He told them. Yeah, it was. It's already written. Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. It is written in Isaiah nine and six. Yeah, Joseph and yeah, but prior to that, yeah, that, that's in like Luke chapter one, Matthew chapter one, Matthew chapter two. But in the book of Isaiah, which is four hundred years before, it was said that a virgin shall have a child, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us, wonderful Counselor, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. These names were given. All of the prophets testified of Jesus coming. The prophet Moses, every um, Islamist believes in the prophet Moses. They say that Moses was one of the greatest prophets, or Moshe as some would call him. Moses said that the Lord is going to send you a prophet like me when he comes here. And we know that pointed to Jesus. All of the prophets pointed to Christ. Now the, the debate that we have in different faiths, they say that, well, you know, Jesus is not the final prophet, that um, um, Muhammad is the final prophet. But they also say that Muhammad is the comforter because Jesus spoke of another comforter. So that, but Jesus said the comforter will be with you and he will live inside of you. So my question is, does Muhammad live in you? No, then he can't be the comforter. The Holy Spirit is So Jesus is the final prophet. He's the son of God and he actually is God. And so for me, I choose what I believe. I read the scripture, I weigh it up. I look at the Old Testament, I measure it with the New Testament, I make sure that the two are not contradicting and to me it makes sense. So that's why my faith is in you. I can't force no one uh -huh. to. Yeah. And I wouldn't try to force it. I respect to. it and I respect that. Yeah. And I appreciate you. Would you do sure. Especially your feelings. Well, we're going to have to continue this after. We're going to get through <laughs> yeah, the yeah, okay. We can go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 because Malcolm X was a Muslim and he was fighting for the black people. Yo, was he? The guy was so when you make Jesus, Right? And I will never forget that day 
and when I went back downstairs to get our stuff to leave, my barrister said, I want to know that God. I want to know that God that you're talking about. That next week I went to church. I remember coming out of church and the barrister phoned me to ask me where the church was. <laughs> Yeah? He phoned me <laughs> wait, to ask me where the church was. Yeah, you need more cases like yeah. yours. <laughs> he said, like, look. You're the spirit. To do me, I'm really serious. I saw something in all my years of practicing law happen in that courtroom that I've never seen. It was in the paper, wasn't it? Yeah. It was in the paper. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Never happened before. Right? And from then, I knew, okay, this is it for me. And I started to align my life to follow Christ. I wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect at all. I still had some weaknesses and I still continue, but I know that God is real and I put my life to serve God. And I promised the Lord, I will serve you to the day I die. And as we went along, I got into going into prison ministry. I follow my cousin, he's got a ministry of Love Life UK, my cousin Bruce and Isaiah. And I, went around doing ministry like that and I, I crossed the line then the next thing <laughs> oh I'm a pastor you know but before I, you was a pastor so just before I was a pastor that's this is how yeah I then I remember one day I came back and I said you know what I need to open a project and it was just burning in me, burning in me, like, you've got to open a project. But I'm thinking, but I ain't got no money yet. Can I go and open a project? Yeah. Well, where did you get this idea of project from? Because you don't really see much projects. No. Really round. Because my idea was that I need to go back and help somebody in the community. And, you know, like, I was a drug addict. I need to go back and help somebody. That was, that's, that, been there. that's been there. And then I said, I've been to prison. I need to go into the prisons and help people and, and have a place for them to come. But my thing was, you've got to understand that the Lord said that he'll make fishers of men. And there's always a bait. Fishers, fishers don't go out without a bait. They have mm -hmm. something they that they put on the they end. Or whatever they got there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the fishes swim to it. Whatever they got, they they swim to it. So I like fishing. Right. Yeah. So listen to the concept, right? So I decided and I prayed about it, and I said to the Lord, "Okay, this is burning in me so much. What should I do? What should I call the place?" And I said, and I went to bed, and I remember waking up, and I just heard right choice housing. And I was thinking, right choice. And I said, yeah, that's good, because they have to make the right choices. Yeah? So I went on. This is before I've even got a property. I'm just like, you know, getting, looking it up. I've got um, my son's baby mother looking up stuff for me, and she's on the thing looking up. And then we just started to put some policies together. Just, just started to do that. And then I said, okay. I need to find a four-bedroom house or something like that, you know. And I went out, and I remember when I went out, I said, I went to my friend's 40th birthday party, and we were just having a conversation, and I said, and it was at the Stage Hotel, and I was like, oh, does anybody know nobody that's got a four-bedroom place or anything like that? And then I went to the guy at the stage, and I said, oh, 
do you want our house to the owner here? Like, and it, the owner came out and I said, I'm looking for a property to rent. Have you got your six beds? So he turned around to me and he said, no, I've got a property around the corner if you're interested. Like, it's a 12 bed. And I was like, oh, 12 bed, like, okay. Bigger than you wanted. Yeah, bigger than what I wanted. And then he said, meet me here on Monday morning. And I met him there on Monday morning. And then he took me into the place and I was, he goes, it's been empty for nearly a year now. Like, do you, like, would you be interested? I said, yeah, how much is the rent? And he's gone like, boy, you know. And I'm like, I, I said, I'll tell you what, yeah, I've got this idea and I know it will work, but we've got to wait for the council to pay the money. Yeah. And I'm, I'll never forget it as long as I live, right? This is the man. There's the key. I will wait. Now, who yeah. gives you a key to a 12 bed property with one suite in it and said, I will wait. I will wait. At that time, I just started university. I was doing law criminology with forensic science. Yeah? And my first payment was coming in in January. And I got the keys to that property in November. In January, I took all my student finance and paid him for the rent. Didn't know what I was going to do, yeah, paid him for the rent. I went out, I bought books, I went out, I bought stuff with my child benefit, my income support, and I done, like, I was there 72 hours in a week sometimes, just putting this project together. And now, look, I'm eight years in. Mm. No, now, yeah. I've got a 32 bed in Doncaster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got a 12 bed on Hartnell Road. I've got a 7 bed, 6 bed on Radford Road. Yeah. You know, it's not... Your stuff in some way, it? Slowly but surely. It was that. It was definitely God that assisted me and showed me favour. Because there was... I couldn't have done that of my own. And this is what I'm trying to say to you guys. Like, if you look on the story of our lives, I started there. But it's God that determines your end. Mm. Just because it looks bleak, it does not mean that you could. They, when I go back to London and I see people, they can't. They thought I was dead. <laughs> they thought I was dead. They can't believe. Oh, oh, oh. you've confused us. Yeah. You, you've actually confused us because I know you to be a crackhead robbing people, doing this, doing that. Mm -hmm. And hold on a minute. Mm -hmm. And all I've got to say to people, it was definitely the grace of God. Definitely. And you know, if I was to like take this story, and and like let's say, because it, it, it is a good story, it's, it's inspirational. Yeah. And I was to say to one of my friends, look, I was speaking to this woman the other day, and I explained, I'd say you did that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say God assisted, like from my perspective, I'd say you did that, that that's yeah, what you did. That's and that's just the way, that's my life, that's how I, that's my mindset. That's, that's your mindset, but I'm the one. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, of course. I'm the one that has felt it. Uh -huh. I'm the one yeah, yeah, that course, knows, undeniable, it had to be God. Uh -huh. Do you get what yeah, I mean? The only thing I'll say actually is this year, and this is really important that we never forget. If God didn't get her off crack, she would never have lived to have had any projects or any business. Uh -huh. 
See, so before the car starts, there's a key, there's a fuel, and there's a battery. If there's no power in that vehicle, it don't matter how big the walls are, I don't care the windows are blacked out, the vehicle's going nowhere. There has to be a starting point. With every tree, it starts with a seed. Yeah, they say who came first, the chicken or the egg? Someone created the chicken for the chicken to lay the egg. So before she had the project, and yeah, she, she worked hard and she grafted. Yeah. But God gave her the mindset and the idea and he brought the resources supernaturally. But if he didn't get her off crack, she would have been a bum on the street. When we used to see her on the street, when she came to our car windows, we wound up and we drove up because we left the window open, she's grabbing her money and she's gone and that family. Yeah. That, really, and and at this point, it. we're not saying because she was a terrible person, mm -hmm. that's how addicted she was. Mm -hmm. so if God didn't break that addiction out of her, she would not have the mind. She didn't have no front teeth them times there. Yeah, look, we get too good. Like, I'm trying to make you understand. I'm I didn't have no teeth. You need to I, understand, this is a miracle. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I had you no. to hear me. Yeah? You don't understand, when she's telling you she has a project, you don't understand, her, her project was to tee people's money. You need to understand, her project was to kick down man on the road. I'm, I was there. Yeah. I was in the train station when she kicked people flying down a flyer still. I've seen her fight man. I've seen them brock up man on a Friday night. I've been with them. I've seen man see them come and die. A man leave the dance. I've seen them brock bottle in bad man's face. I'm talking bad man on the road that you can't even look at. Yeah? So when that tells you I'm a pastor, that ain't you. Yeah. That can't be nothing but God. God. That can't you, be you, nothing. As a matter of fact, after you broke that bottle in that man's face, that man's supposed to take you, kidnap you, rape you, and dug you up, and mash, mash you up, yeah, to show other people, don't play with me. Yeah. So when you do that and get away with that, that can't be nothing that was but the Almighty God. Yeah, I respect that. Nothing but the Almighty God. Nothing but the, that's what I'm trying nothing to say. Nothing but the Almighty God. Yeah. You took in a real life. In a real life. I respect that. that in a real life. In a real I've life, seen friend. people, right, that I robbed ounces of crack cocaine. You should be dead. I should be dead. Ounces. I smoked myself so stupid, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah? Because you can't smoke yeah. ounces of crack cocaine, you will die. But she did. Yeah? And I'm talking about, I'm just chipping away every day like a mad woman. Uh -huh. And my heart palpitating out my mouth. I should be dead. It's because when God has a purpose and a plan for your life, nobody, there ain't no bad man that can stop that. And that is it. Yeah. When there's purpose and he has a plan for your life, so, it doesn't matter. On, Bad man can't stop it. Uh-huh, I agree. So on on uh, an outlook of everything we spoke about in, in today's podcast, what, what advice would you have to, uh, to give to all of the viewers watching? I'd say to people, look man, get, get the balance. As I said, you're, you're a human being, you have a spirit and you have a soul. Find your connection with God and live your life on that point. You have a natural life, a family life. Just be balanced. If you believe there's a God there, get to know more about God. If you're a God, you must have a plan for my life. Why am I here? Why did I make it through the hood when others? Why am I still alive? Why am I in a pandemic when people are dropping down? Why am I still here? Find God's plan for your life and live it with all your heart. That's me. Me, I will say... Thank to, you. I, I, I will say to everybody, like... You've heard what I, I've got to say. You've heard what I've got to say. We've been talking till my mouth is dry. I feel like I've got morning breath and all them thing there. Uh, but what I will say to you is this. Like I said before, when you've tried everything, I dare you to try the Lord. Right? I dare you to try him. That's the thing when you say that you mean fully, not just yeah. one time. No, like. not one time. No, I no, mean, no, come, no, no, no. Commit, yourself, commit to yourself to God, yeah? And he will perfect what needs perfected in you. I 
promise you that. I can promise you that. If a man said to you now, come these runnings, yeah, and I'm telling you, this running is going to give you two grand in half an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah? I can say to you, come on, this your running's right, you know. Yeah? Who's sure you picking fizz? What? Man, that, man, they, I'm not an it, fam. I'm not an it. I'm not for the long run, fam. I'm not in for the sprint. I'm here for the marathon, so I'm not going nowhere for the two grand. I'm sitting in my house quiet. What? Send a message and then we'll take it from there. No matter what, it's going to be on. You're going to see everything on the screen, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, up on the bio, looking there, it's going to be there. Yeah. So on that next show, we're going to keep, we're going to close that one. Thank you very okay. much. Is it possible that we can yeah. just pray before yeah. we shut down? Yeah. 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 We just say, do what you have to do. Do what you have to do. I'm done. 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 i am done 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 i you knew everyone's identity, you knew our hearts, you know our past, present and future. Father, all we simply ask is this, is that you would intervene and touch our lives in a very powerful, life-changing way. Lord, you know everything about us, you know where we're going. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that your love, your mercy, your kindness and your goodness would impact our lives in an undeniable way to the point, Lord, that we will surrender yes, our all to you and live for you. Lord, every one of us has a start date and we have a finishing date. And in that gap, you've given us time to seek you, to find you and to live your will on earth. I pray 
that you would touch these lives and the lives of people watching. Lord, we come with no condemnation. We come with no judgment. It's not for us to judge. Let your love and your kindness be experienced in a powerful way. I pray you'd give each person wisdom. Give them direction. Cause them to understand why they exist on this earth and let them live it out well. Father God, I pray for that young woman that's watching this video, Lord, that's dealing with domestic violence. I pray for that woman that's suffering, Father, in that relationship. I pray for that man that feels broken. I pray for that person that feels abused. I pray for that one that is grieving the loss of a parent. I pray, Lord God, that your presence, yes, Lord. your presence, the peace that is like no other peace, I pray would touch hearts and minds right now. Lord, I pray that where people are dealing with mental health challenges, where people are angry, Lord, and they're losing it, I pray that you would walk through their home right now. Let your love and your grace touch their lives in an undeniable way and turn things around. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Father, we thank you for giving us another chance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And on that shout, we're going to close it today. Dollar. Bow! Thank you for watching Good, Bad and Ugly podcast. Stay tuned. Like, subscribe. We lit. Stay, Boom. stay blessed. Boom. God bless him. God bless you. God bless.